0: Welcome, Cyclone fans, to another episode of Down the Pipe in Natty Light. I'm Levi Stevenson. I'm joined here by my by my by my co-host here, Cole Netton. How's it going, Cole?
1: Fantastic. How about you?
0: Oh, not too bad. Just uh, enjoying my sweet moral victory over here. <laughs> right. I mean, c- coming from we're gonna we'll talk a little bit about the game last Saturday. We're gonna touch. Uh, we want to. We do definitely want to touch. Uh, we'll touch on it actually right away on the. Uh, very sad news, uh, hearing about a uh, cyclone golfer passing away. Uh, they it's a or sorry, Athelia barkeen Arrozamena. Uh, she was actually she just completed her four years at Iowa State. She's the reigning uh Big 12 women's golf champion. Uh, they found her yesterday out at uh, Coldwater Golf Links, or I guess on, on Monday at Coldwater Golf Links. Uh, it sounded like a, a absolute monster uh found her and uh and killed her essentially and it's just it's an awful thing you see I mean, to see anybody especially like on a golf course which has always been kind mm-hmm. of a sanctuary for people mm-hmm. for a long long time uh, to see that happen to someone that everybody remembers as being just this bright bubbly personality um an amazing person obviously an extremely talented athlete so um, I guess
1: did you did you ever have the chance to meet Thelia? I did not. Nope, I did not. I don't think uh, I was not. Didn't wasn't lucky. I wasn't lucky like other people. Yeah. So, well, uh,
0: an important announcement, I guess, relating, re- regarding that she was actually scheduled to be honored this weekend as the Iowa State University uh, Women's Athlete of the Year. She was scheduled to be honored this weekend, for and she still will be. Um, but they will be holding a, a minute of silence and kind of a, a memorial in her name mm-hmm. on Saturday, about 15 minutes before kickoff. So if you are a play, if any of you Cyclone fans are planning on being at the game this weekend, uh, head in from the tailgate lots, a little early, make sure to be there for that. We want to get as many people in the stands as we can, uh, to help, uh, honor and remember Thelia, yep. uh, it's uh, a senseless tragedy, but, we, um, and another important note to go with that too, is that, uh, turns out that gold was actually her favorite color so they're going to do a gold out at the stadium on saturday kind of in, in her in her memory mm-hmm. uh so if you can if you can find it if you don't have any gold go get some uh we want to turn that stadium all gold on saturday and, and to help to help on hmm so um as you go about your week uh cherish your family cherish your friends uh because as we've seen with Thelia and Molly Tibbetts that you never know when, when something awful can happen. So just, you know, take every, every chance you can to appreciate uh, those around you and, and whether you know them or not, you know, treat each other with respect. Yep. Also always for sure. So uh, moving on, we are going to talk a little bit about the game last weekend. Um, I guess Cole, I came away. Pre- I, I, I came away from that about as happy as you possibly can after a loss. Honestly, like I like I, I t- talked about the postmortem a little bit. Is I'm wearing my moral victory hat, real proud right now. Right, right. You know, the number five team in the country comes in comes into Jack Trice after we play Iowa and look. I mean, the defense looked good, but the offense did not look good mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess what was some of the more the most impressive growth you saw on the offensive side of the ball coming
1: out of Saturday. Uh, well, who really decided to show up on Saturday was Hakeem Butler and that man, that dude put on a show and that was, that was fun to watch for sure. So I was really happy to see his growth from that Iowa game, missing a couple of, uh, passes to what he could do against Oklahoma. And that really makes me excited for the future, um, in his eyes too. And I thought Zeb looked really well too. Oh yeah. he He can sling the ball and, uh. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, I mean, Kyle Kemp's a great dude. He's earned his mm-hmm. spot. But mm-hmm. I tell you what though, I even even going back to last season, I didn't necessarily like I wasn't like super vocal about it or anything like that just because we had so much momentum with Kyle Kemp, but I've always been kind of on the Zeb mm-hmm. train. Mm-hmm. I, I like he's got he's he's got a higher ceiling, he's got a better arm, he's got just a better arm talent. Yeah. Um I think his his ceiling is much higher than Kemp's uh especially given he's only a a redshirt sophomore Mm
1: -hmm. they both have uh definitely different attributes that they uh Mm -hmm. give towards the team too so for
0: sure but the nice thing about with zeb playing and kyle helping him out is that he's getting a lot of advice from kyle right as far as staying calm and not you know not going up into the peaks and the valleys Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. and and telling him what he sees so he's Kyle Kemp is kind of rubbing off a lot of the intangibles that make Kyle Kemp such a good quarterback, right? Right, and giving and and bestowing upon them to zeb Zo- and bestowing them to zeb Zo- uh, Zeb Noland, right? Because Zeb's got all the physical tools in the world, he just needs yep. to needs to keep maturing and stuff like that. And having right. Kyle there on the st- on the sideline to help coach him up, I think, is going to be enormous for his
1: development. Definitely, definitely, he's got all the the smarts and what to do in the right situations and stuff that he can help Zeb out for sure.
0: And, and, you know, I tell you what, though, on that on that first Hakeem Butler touchdown, that just absolutely unbelievable one, they broke 100 tackles. Uh-huh. It's easy to overlook <laughs> yeah. that throw by Zeb was on uh-huh. the money. Because yep. remember right, when right, that play right first happened, we saw him chuck that ball and Hakeem caught it right away. And the first, I turned to my buddy and we both just looked at him and he was like, holy cow, that was an amazing throw. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know, turned back to look at the game and all of a sudden Hakeem Butler's in the end zone. Like, what, right. what the hell? Right. So, right. you know, it gets lost in that, but that was an excellent was, throw they were finding it was oh absolutely and they were finding that spot uh yep. kind of between the linebackers and the safeties because they mm-hmm. they'd mm-hmm. run the, they'd run kind of a cross and a drag combo so that the that that drag or the crossing route kind of pulls those linebackers forward and then you're running a kind of a 10 12 yard drag basically yep. and yep. zeb just whoosh, right over the top of those linebackers yep. right in there it? It? yeah it's a very mature throw i thought
1: uh-huh uh-huh i agree i agree
0: he made another decision later in the game too. Uh He, we were, I think it was like fourth and eight or third and eight or something like that. We were kind of close to the goal line, but still had a first down we could get and, or no, it was, it was like third and eight. It was like third and goal from the eight yard line or something like that. And instead of forcing one into the end zone, uh he hit Deshante Jones on a check down at like the five yard line. Now Deshante didn't make it in. Um, but I thought it was a that was a really mature decision. Instead of trying to force one in the end zone to get the touchdown, he gave it to a reliable receiver underneath. Let him go make a play. If he doesn't, that's okay. You get points.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I was also impressed by some of the time his ability to make a quick decision on throwing the ball away yes. instead of taking a sack. Very much. Yes, that was very impressive. I'm like, man, that that's a quick decision. And that, that saves eight nine yards. He got yards the ball, got the ball out there yep. every yep. right away. Actually, it's funny because the his worst throw of the
0: day came on that long Landon Acres. Yep, uh, reception. Where, I mean, it was just a bad underthrow. But I mean, it was still his yeah. his worst. Right. If the if your worst throw of the day is a thirty yard completion, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. fine. I mean, it's,
1: yep, definitely
0: twenty six to thirty five for three hundred and sixty yards and two touchdowns is yeah. uh That's good enough. Yep. We'll yep. take that every single week. Exactly. And, uh, you know, he threw the one pick at the end, but I don't think anybody's going to hold that against him. No, Desperation no. mode needed right, to need right, to get some right. yards. No problem. Yeah. Uh, well, and one of the reasons I think that helped Zed be successful is that that offensive line, the growth that they made <laughs> from the Iowa game to the Oklahoma game was substantial. Yeah.
1: That, yeah, that's why I think not being able to play that very first game was 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 kind of rough. Because it oh for sure you always see the biggest growth from the first game to the second game and yeah especially for the offensive line because yep, they can look up tape finally yep exactly yep and, and I think one out. of the things
0: that it helped a lot too it was you know going to the Iowa game the depth chart had Julian Good Jones at left tackle mm-hmm. and then uh, Knifle, uh Colin Newell Josh Mueller and uh, Bryce Meeker on the right, at the right tackle. And, but instead of kind of a game time thing, he went with Sean Foster at the left tackle and moved Julian. Oh, yeah. It kept Julian Goodjo at the center. Uh-huh. And Sean Foster got his lunch ate mm-hmm. by AJ Epinesa. Like he got manhandled the whole game. And that was part of the reason I think that Kyle wasn't able, and Kyle and David weren't able to get anything going. They yeah. had to be pretty conservative with the play calling. Cause if they mm-hmm. tried a downfield pass, they were never going to get enough time. Right. Right. Um, so then, for the last game, they put Colin Newell in at center. They moved Julian Good Jones out to left tackle, like they wanted to, and it worked great. Julian Good Jones is a pretty—he's a pretty athletic dude for for an offensive lineman, like he can play that left tackle. He's mm-hmm. got the lateral mm-hmm. quickness. He can, yep. he can take care of those edge rushers. And Colin Newell looked extremely good, especially mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, a redshirt freshman making his first career start. Right. Right. Against the number five team in the country that
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, their yeah. defense
0: wasn't any, wasn't really that great last year, but Oklahoma's defense has been pretty good so far this yep. year. And they do yep. have a pretty good front seven. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, that, that defensive line is no slouch. Right. Right. And so I thought I was very impressed. I thought they made, they took some very tr- they took some tremendous strides. Yep, uh, the point. running game looked good. It looked like they they incorporate a lot more zone zone running type co- uh, concepts mm-hmm. instead of trying to just bust it between the tackles. Right. Um. They actually, you know, they cr- they kind of crashed the whole line to one side to give David some cut back cut back lanes running a lot more zone running schemes uh some of them the you know the ones that basically made Mike Warren so successful in his freshman yeah. year is he he he's really thrived in that zone running concept that Paul Rhodes ran yep,
1: yep.
0: uh then they kind of got away from it the last couple of years and then they run it run more of it yesterday and it looked pretty good mm-hmm. yep. i think i agree i agree uh so definitely looking forward to that going mm-hmm. forward i actually i, I do want to ask you a question though about the special team side of this yeah. <laughs> cuz they started doing those short kickoffs. Yeah, I have no idea why. They were, um, I mean, they were giving the ball at the forty-yard line.
1: I 100% agree with you. I have no idea why they did that. That was my first thought when I saw that because I know, I know Francis has the leg strength. Oh, he's got plenty of leg. Up. He can get it so, out of the end zone. I don't know if. And to me, I was absolutely cooking in the sun with no wind. So I don't know if there was any wind down there or anything. I mean, the, um, I because I was looking for that. I was like,
0: I wonder if they're like kicking into the wind or something like that. And well, right. if you look at if you look at the flag on the
1: goalpost, it wasn't yeah, moving. Flag, it wasn't moving at all. It was um, to the goalpost. So yeah, I, I I couldn't tell you honestly on that I one. I, I mean, I know as,
0: Oklahoma's got some pretty good return guys, right? But I mean, man, I I can't I can't I know. Believe, I mean, I can't. I can't believe that giving the giving them the forty yard line yeah. is a better option right. than letting them return the ball. Right. I I don't. I just don't see that. I agree. I agree. It was weird. I mean, they didn't do it for the whole game, but it was just. I don't know. It was weird. Oh no, yeah. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Well, that mystery will go forever unsolved. <laughs> for a resident kicker, can't can't yeah. figure it out. No. So I guess going into uh, going into Akron, what are
1: I guess what are you going to be looking for? that's a good question. Um, I, you know, I, I really enjoyed, I'm going to be looking for some big plays. I I really like when we take some chances downfield and I I feel like we can get some, uh, big, uh, gains and, and things like that when we, when we do something like that, you know, I think it's a team that will be able to give Zeb some time as a quarterback. And I'd, I'd like to see, I'd like to see some big plays. That's one
0: thing that I think is a, is a big boon with be- with Zeb is that the play calling gets a lot more aggressive.
1: Yeah, yeah. They
0: know, they know they can. that he can throw it on a rope, you know, sixteen yards downfield, and that that ball right. ain't going to dip. It's right. going to be a. Exactly. It's going to be an
1: arrow. Yep, yep. So I'm I'm looking forward to let's torch some of their uh, DBs and and see what we can do as far as that goes, and then um, get them on their heels, and then maybe maybe get a little bit of a running game going too. So. Yep.
0: I, the kind of the main thing I'm looking for is, is I want to see them I want I want to see them expand on that zone run. Mm-hmm. Um I I think this is the this could be the game there, you know, where David, you know, has a big game, 150 yards or something like that. There's a right. very good chance right. to do that. Yep. Yeah. Um Akron like uh, upset Northwestern last week on the back of three defensive touchdowns. Oh. Um, <laughs> which tell which the I think it was a linebacker, I want to say had two pick sixes in you know, the AJ Klein special. Oh goodness um,
1: seriously
0: <laughs> um which is i mean it's impressive no doubt um right one Iowa State's a much better team than northwestern uh yeah. two defensive touchdowns don't carry over week to week mm-hmm. uh if you if you have a game like that where you a, a team wins on defensive touchdowns that seems it's it's kind of fluky in my eyes
1: yeah i mean they well, may, it, they may they only have a win good by, right. they only won by three points too. right and so you know, i mean they, that's
0: Right, so you know, I don't, I don't put a ton of stock into that one. I mean, they're still, right. they're still a MAC team. Iowa State should still beat them by two to three touchdowns. Right, I right. think they're I think there was like eighteen or seventeen and a half point favorite right now. I would, yep. I would expect them to cover on that. I think
1: I, I agree. That's the other thing I am kind of looking for is is for us to kind of have a game where, like Kansas did. Let's let's get a fifty five point game on the board and and let's yep. uh, let's just smack. Let's them. turn it up a bit. Let's smack them. I agree. And I think um some of the stuff I've been hearing too is that they're going to try to
0: get Brock Purdy and Real Mitchell some playing time. I would uh, like that. I yes, would like very that. much. So my guess is if they get if they got a chance to really turn on the gas in the second quarter or something like that and get a you know mm-hmm. get a 2-3 touchdown lead going into halftime. Yep. Um I think that you're going to see Brock Purdy and Real Mitchell get out there. I know they wanted to get him out there for Oklahoma but they just never really had a good, yeah, a good
1: opportunity. Yeah. That, that that's yeah, it's a tough game to get but I mean Do it's a Mac opponent. Get him out
0: there. Because right. I know yep. I know the coaching staff is really high on both of those guys. That's good. Um Yep. I'm I'm sure everybody else is is uh, excited to see them play too. For oh sure. definitely. And I think we'll we'll probably see more fresh. And like it wouldn't surprise me at all if we saw Trevor Downing get some playing yep. time. I agree. Um well, this would have been a game if, I don't know if Joe Skates has rejoined the team, but it, this would have been a great game for him to uh-huh. get on to <laughs> It would have. Um, I haven't, I have not heard a peep out of any of that situation. I haven't either. I haven't heard um, anything. So I'm not sure exactly what's going on there. Right. Um, so yeah, it'd be an interesting game to watch. Hopefully uh, if everything goes to plan, we'll get to see some freshmen. I know a lot of people have been very, very anxious to see Real Mitchell get on the field just because he's such a dynamic yeah. playmaker. Yep. Right. You know, and that wildcat that we saw last Saturday that was not super effective. Uh a uh, way to get Dave yeah, Montgomery the um, the the for the get him, him the football, but
1: right. I I had a lot of fans around me yelling. I I didn't understand it. I don't I mean you're running the same thing it, to me unless you're going to do something different every once in a while. I mean, you're basically given Right.
0: So what the I mean they ran it 3 times I think and all 3 times they started out with quads on the right yeah. motioned everybody around Zeb went out to the far side of the field uh-huh. and then David just ran a power essentially. But right. important to note that every mean you know, that pre-play action DeShonte Jones is coming around on a jet on a jet sweep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I if they keep running that formation I guarantee that at some point Deshante Jones gets that jet sweep. And I would also be willing to bet that at some point we see a double pass out of that where Dave Montgomery goes out to Zeb Nolan and right. yeah. along those
1: lines. I, I was thinking that too. And, and my I guess is that, that they did
0: they didn't right. run it enough to like where they're no. going to try to like really use it. And, but it's, it's enough where people will see it on game tape. You're like, okay, they're, they may run this. And if you see quads out to the right, they're probably going right. to motion into a wildcat, right. and they're going to run power Dave Montgomery. So right. my no. guess is that was, that was designed for future opponents. They're going to like, they'll bust that one out on Kansas or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That seems weird to me, though, to to try that out against Oklahoma and not, yeah. Eh, I don't I know. I mean,
0: yes and no. They tried it at the goal line. You, you, in the, you know, in the right, especially in
1: the deep red zone, that's where you can see
0: where you kind of got to get a little bit more creative with your play calling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand it. I mean, Dave Montgomery is your best playmaker. Pretty much, right. no doubt about that you get the ball in his hands he's the one that has the best chance to get that into the end zone right could could that could the play design change i and i guess they'll probably get they'll probably if i had to take a guess at it we're not, well that wildcat is not going to go away um i think they're going to expand on it and i think mm. they'll i think they'll, they'll take some lessons they'll take some game film yeah um Things like that—that's that that definitely is one of those formations that probably would have been tried out in the first week and been refined before the Oklahoma game. So right
1: now, now if you got somebody back there like Joel Lanning, like to me, that's where a team can go. Okay, (laughs) dude's a brick wall, but he can also throw right seventy yards down the field. Yeah, I mean
0: the, the. yeah, because he was an actual quarterback for a exactly. while. Exactly. I mean, so Dave I Montgomery is a high school Montgomery quarterback, can, but that's yeah, kind of a yeah. that different. Yeah. That's a different. Right. That's
1: a different animal. Exactly. I mean,
0: supposedly so. Zeb says he's got a gun, but we'll see. You
1: know. I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but <laughs> when, when you're away from it for that long, I, right? It, it's not. Well, I, I, yeah, do, I
0: can't. I can't. I can't believe that they would have them actually drop back on a pass. You know? exactly. I mean, it'd be a fake, exactly. like a jump pass yep. or something like yep. that. But it'll be, it be an interesting thing. Cause it wouldn't surprise me if they used it a little bit against Akron.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, you, oh yeah. Get I, a little I think that more. would be a good time to yep. maybe mix it up and do a couple different plays. So mm-hmm. when you do pull that out, a team yep. knows you got something else. You know, it's funny not. though.
0: Cause like in all of this, you know, trying to get quarterbacks playing time and stuff like that, <laughs> I almost feel bad for him. Uh, Devin Moore. Because he came mm-hmm. in, he was Matt Campbell's first ever recruit, first mm-hmm. ever commitment. And you know, he tore his ACL yeah. last year, and haven't heard a peep. Like, yeah, like Devin Moore never gets brought up. I know as a guy to get playing, and, and maybe that's just because maybe he's just not ready. Yeah, but I mean, it, it was unfortunate for him because he came in. You know, might have had a chance to get some PT last year, except for you know Kyle Kemp came out and did what he did. Right. right. You know, he got Zeb. Yeah he just he like was there off from the beginning but then he they but i mean credit the coaching staff they stacked a lot of talent around right. him in that right. room
1: yep they did yeah and that's i mean that's how it goes sometimes yep, and just part of the game and injury yep injury can put you back so yep. we'll see
0: well and i think i think quarterback i think is is a little bit unique in that where i mean it's literally is one guy it's the only position i can think of on the field where you will always, you always want one guy. Yep. Like, I mean, I, I, even like, even on the offensive line, you want to you keep rolling with the same guys all the time, but it doesn't hurt yeah. at all to have, you know, you don't necessarily mind if you can rotate out. If you can rotate out some guards or something like that, that's not right. a bad thing.
1: Yep. yep. Um,
0: But if you're using more than one quarterback, it's because you got a problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, the, yeah. the, old, the old saying, yeah. if you got two, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any. Right, so right. you know yeah. it's it's in that same line. Mm-hmm. So I think I think in with with quarterbacks
1: you have to be more understanding about something like that, right? But, I agree, I agree, because I, I think it takes them. I think one quarterback is it it it's hard to get into a rhythm when you're getting switched out all the time. Sure, and it's I mean you're not comfortable. You're always wondering if you're going to be in or not. I mean you got to stay ready and stuff, but. It's just hard to catch a catch
0: well, and, a road. and you know what? It, it really does all come back. The onus is on him if he's if he's ready to go. He's making he's he's playing well in practice. He's in there studying film, all mm-hmm. of this, and mm-hmm. he's and he's showing out well. Then he'll earn. Then you know the coaching staff will give him his time.
1: Yeah, it's yep. it all
0: comes down to him earning his playing time. So, yep. I mean, I agree. while I do I feel a little bit bad that maybe like a, a lot of talent was you know stockpiled mm-hmm. around him, which reduced right. his chance to get playing time, it does still come back to him. You know, right. if it, yep. you know, the third string quarterback that's yeah. like played like three downs of football since high school comes in and beats uh-huh. you, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. that's on you, right? Right. So, um, but one, uh, one position, uh, well, and I guess the other position that you really want to have one of is, uh, obviously is the kicker spot. Yes. And right now, there's a few NFL teams
1: that yeah. uh, now
0: that, that did not have good weekends on the kicker no. spot.
1: It was a rough. It was a rough weekend. Yeah. for a couple of teams. Uh, the, it was the the
0: Rams, the Browns, and the Vikings all yep. missed big, big time kicks. Now big the the kicks. Vikings kicker he lost his job within a day or yep. I think he lost it yesterday. Yep. And they I think the Vikings have actually already re-signed Dan Bailey. Yep. So Dan which, Bailey's a Viking now, which that's a. I don't
1: know. Yeah, that's about the second most guys, kicker but, in NFL history. Right, yeah, I mean, so I mean, there's no better situation than it. that. Yeah, you got a guy who's used to kicking indoors at the Cowboy Stadium. Mm. I mean, yeah. You should be golden there. But, yeah. you know, looking at these guys, too, because I was... They they were playing when I was playing, too, in right. college. And, I mean, these guys were studs in college. Now, do kickers
0: um, study other kickers?
1: No. I wouldn't no. think so.
0: I mean, like, cause nope. sometimes you see
1: running backs, they'll watch tapes of other running backs and stuff like that. And... Yeah, no. Um, when you're younger and you're you're trying to come up with your form and stuff right. and maybe if you're in a funk or whatever you'll you'll check out some NFL guys um to see what they're doing and see what they've changed up and things like that. But no, I've never I've never been in a film room in college and watched another college kicker. It's always your film right um and and try to figure out how to fix right. it yourself yeah not because everybody has their own technique. Mm-hmm. I mean obviously if you look in the kickers in the NFL and stuff and some people take two steps back, three steps back. It's all based on how comfortable you are right. um, approach to the ball different. Now there are some things that need to be consistent between each kicker, which is like plant foot placement, right. um, locking of the ankle and, and and hips and things like that. I, mean, I feel but, like uh, your routine
0: is part of it too. Cause like I,
1: right. I just exactly. happen to
0: notice like, cause yeah. hey, after this whole kicker situation, Garrett Owens tweeted out a video of like a big yeah, like, 10 minute video that, of him yeah. taking kicks or whatever. And the one thing um, I kind of pay attention to and just notice that every time he does the steps and he kicks his right yep. toe down on the back of his left heel. Yep. He yep. does that. I think he yeah. kicks it twice and then kicks every time. And I was just, it's just like a golfer. Like, like it's when exactly, I go, exactly,
1: I was just going to say yep. that it's exactly like when like I go up golfer. to the tee box,
0: you know, I, I take a practice swing, a step back, look at it, go up. Yep. And then yep. I don't know if you remember what, I don't think he does it anymore, but Tiger used to do this, this little wiggle thing where he'd kind of, yep. he know, kind of get up yep. there and he'd kind of like, he'd bring the the club head back about an eighth of the way. Yep. Yep. I do that. I do that three times and then I swing.
1: Yep. Just, and you can't swing unless you are comfortable. Right. Yep. And that's ex- it's exactly the same thing when you're back in your stance before you nod your head to your holder. You got to you got to feel that exact same comfort and it's it's all routine. And you and that that comfort helps you um to repeat the same swing and the same approach every single time because right. you know you've been in that spot and then it, from there it's muscle memory of just doing the same thing over and over and that that's where that comes in
0: so like the vikings kicker carlson he he pushed his last two wide right they were almost identical kicks that went wide right is there is there is there something like oh yeah this he's doing this or i mean is there is it like because like if you're like slicing it in golf there's a couple different things you can try to kind of fix that um but it's it's you know largely i mean it all stems from the same problem your club face is open at, at 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 impact, yep. basically. Yep. You know, so what's, and,
1: what's the what's the fix for pushing it right like that? Yeah. So so golfing is almost the same as kicking. I really wish I would have been able to golf during after I was done with my kicking <laughs> workout in practice because yeah. it, it's all a mental game and it, and it really helps you focus and right. and be in that comfort zone too. So the same thing in golfing, you, there's two different things, two or three different things that can happen when your ball slices to the right or you hit it to the right, and one. Club face is open, which the face of your foot as kicking could be open as well. And two, um, you left your hips behind you. And so basically, instead of your hips being square when you make contact with the ball, uh, your right hip is a little bit behind. Okay. And then so when you make contact on the ball, you can't catch up. And that way, the ball is getting kicked to the right. It's like when you smack a ball way to the left, it's because you've way overturned. Does that make sense? Yep. It's like the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like you haven't turned enough. Okay. And so, um, yeah, that's that's what I think happened. Because, yeah, because it usually if you do leave your foot face open, um, it's going to tail a little bit to the right. But I, I just think he was behind it. So
0: yep. then, because I guess as as a rookie kicker, it looked like he was really trying to pound those through. Like he wasn't. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. He wasn't necessarily it seemed like he kind of over, like he kind of over swung a little bit. Yep. I mean, is that, I mean, yep. it's pushing right a pretty common
1: symptom of that. Yeah. Yep. I think, I think over swinging, um, you know, you can get this, your last step is your plant foot. Um, you can overturn that and end up lunging towards the ball. Um, and then you're in front of it. And then you've got to try hard to wrap your hips back around to make them square. Uh, but I think most of it was, his confidence. I, oh, yeah. he, I, I mean, by that he, third kick, he had been frown. by that third kick. It's all, it's all mental. He's gone. Um, he's gone. Yep. Uh, uh, it would have been tough. And I think to me, when I look at the NFL um, in college, to me, the NFL looks like it's a lot easier to kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as not, not the mental state mm-hmm. balls are a little bit bigger. You can see the sweet spot. You got, a professional snapper and holder, mm-hmm. you know, that ball's going to be down mm-hmm. every time, know what they're doing. You got a great line. Uh, the hashes are a lot closer together. Right. So you're kicking in the in middle the center, of the field yep. almost. Yep. All the time. Um, but the mental aspect of that and just knowing, I mean, after he missed his second kick, he's like, he's got to be gone. telling himself. Yep. Either I make this or I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I think that had a big impact on. Oh, I'm sure. Especially when it's your livelihood and that's your job. Yep. That's it. That was his second NFL game. Oh, in definitely. His career. Yep. He, he's out. So and the, the, I think there's a little bit more pressure knowing that right. you can just get you know, out, Sid and kicked off the team. Yeah. There is that um, kickers are so, so expendable straight. that they'll yep, just go find somebody. So expendable. Bingo. So unlike, nope. I mean, it's in college when it's either you don't have anybody else mm-hmm. or I mean, you're still on the team and you can still try and prove yourself. Right. Um, later in the year but yeah and yeah. ain't got time for that Nope, exactly you know it, it,
0: and it sucks for him too because i'm sure he's a plenty talented kicker but that guy might never get a job again like he might be that's he might be that's done that's the sad football. part
1: about it yeah that's that was my first thought too is i don't know if that's gonna be hard for i mean him he got drafted in the
0: fifth round
1: and yeah you know two weeks yep. into his nfl career he's it's done I know. I know it's i know another team's gonna look at that and they're gonna yeah, it's the thing about kickers, though. I was I just looked at a Twitter post from Cincinnati Bengals, their kickers Randy Bullock. Mm-hmm. I watched Randy win the Lou Groza um, before I was in college. Kicked for Texas A and M, um, went thirty one for thirty three in his college career. Went to the Texans for a little bit. Hadn't heard of him since. That was the first time I heard his name since before college. So, to me, I mean. Who knows? Anybody can make a comeback in the NFL, and he went six for six for Cincinnati. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, they could stick around. It's it's kind of up to them um, how long they want to push it out. Right. But he's not gonna. I don't think he's going to be getting looks anytime soon. No, certainly not. They're going to be season. looking
0: at I mean, yep, not this season. I mean, his. So, yeah, I mean, at this point, his confidence is just going to be gone.
1: Right. Right. It's yeah. It's tough. He was amazing in college. Who, who did um, he kick for in college? auburn auburn he was for auburn okay yep and then zane the kicker for uh browns was for arizona mm. okay i think arizona or arizona state arizona state yep he was arizona state and he i mean he was 90 something percent mm-hmm. too um so i just don't know i don't know i don't know what the difference is but <laughs> it's got to be mental that's yeah not a fun day for those guys definitely yeah, but.
0: and it's just yeah, you kinda you kinda hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's just it's those guys know that pretty much I mean, unless you're a seasoned vet like a Mason Crosby mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. a Dan Bailey mm-hmm. or you know, something along those lines, like your leash is so short that it's yeah. just Yep.
1: Uh, I mean which, Yeah, which is interesting too, because at early in Crosby's career, he struggled yes, a little yes, bit. He too. did. Yeah. But the Packers I know there was one year he wasn't doing well, and he took a he took a pay decrease to stay on the team. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't out. know if part, yeah, I don't know if part of that is the coaches, you know, mm-hmm. letting him know they still have confidence in it. Right? Because uh, getting cut in your second game Oof. just has to it's just got to crush you. Mm-hmm. Um. So I I don't know. It's probably half and half. But I know he struggled a little bit, and but they um, kept him on the team. Yeah. He's one of the guys you hear about the most, too. So he's definitely back on the bandwagon. Well, I'm sure that, like, you know,
0: as soon as Carlson missed, I'm sure he felt like shit. You know, he gets cut. And I'm sure I'm sure ever since that very second, I'm sure he's been hearing about it on Twitter and Facebook. I'm sure he's being berated.
1: He's getting he's getting
0: killed. So it's like I mean, it's just it's just piling on on top of I mean, even without that, he would feel like garbage. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So it's 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 just too bad. Well, I mean, at, well, hell, you know exactly what we're talking about here.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he'll yeah. just make
0: an awesome hit video and just put it up on Twitter.
1: <laughs> he will. Maybe he will. Yeah. I. I mean, I. I had a lot of Twitter stuff, but the stuff I was looking at on on Twitter about him was there's and, some evil. And shit NFL on there. fans are dude, they're savage, man. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't care. I don't care if you're a person or not. Yeah, their their theories. You. You're making
0: money to you're making money to kick a yeah, football, right? You know, why right. Why should they care about your feelings or anything? They're not right. kickers yep. aren't real
1: people, <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. But they will go after you. I think a lot more than uh, college fans. Oh, for will, sure. So. And even
0: college yeah. fans can can they can be a little bit vicious. Now, I, I mean, I like to think that certain fans are a little bit less vicious than others, but. You know, yeah, with NFL fans, it's just they're ruthless. Oh my gosh! gosh. Go after
1: you. I I see NFL fans, and I see I see the NFL being like their life. Oh sure, You know what I'm saying? They are so invested in that, and when a team they like loses because of somebody, oh man, yeah. I don't, especially, I, I think it's tough for the Browns fans too because this is the one year, well, and they should they should be two and zero. They should be two and zero. They should be two and zero. That's the thing about it where you're like, oh man. Now did, they haven't had a, yeah. <laughs> a winning season or they haven't even had a win in however long and they should be 2 0. Now,
0: did the, did kind of the, how the fans generally treat kickers and players in general, did that, did that factor at all? And, and a well, lot, actually, the, the lack of job security, did that factor at all in your decision not to pursue the NFL?
1: Um, I don't know. Cause I mean, I, I guess bit. you probably would
0: have gotten some calls.
1: Yeah. Um. Part of it was, you know, I had, I had knee surgery before my senior year. Oh. Um. It was just like a, a little scope out. Um. For was something. That your kicking but, knee. Yep. Uh, yep. And so I struggled with that a little bit during the season, and um, I would have had to have surgery again to fix that up mm-hmm. if I were going to try out. Um. And then the other thing was, yeah, it, it's as a football player, you know, you, everybody looks at you. As just a football player, right. nothing else. Um, and so, I think part of me was ready to move on and to do something that I love to do, which is you know video work and photography mm-hmm. and and drone stuff. And and it, I've been really happy. Seems like it's, yeah, yeah, not, I mean, yeah. With as
0: many weddings as you seem to have booked. I can't I, right. It sounds yeah, like it's going yeah. pretty well.
1: It is. It is, and it, and it's fun, and I love doing what I do. And mm-hmm. and you know, you make mistakes there too, but. You, you don't get grilled by, <laughs> right. you know, half the state, and stuff you don't get like forty-seven-year-old so. high
0: school washouts that right call yep. you exactly. trash because they can't get exactly. off the couch and you can't and
1: yeah. miss a field goal. So yeah, so I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to act like it doesn't affect you because at at some point it, it kind of does because you're just like, man, these these people don't even know me, and all they care about is right. they just judge me based on a missed field goal, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it's different. And it's tough. It's you got to love football and you've got to know going into that that, you know, mistakes are going to happen and your mistakes are amplified by a lot. So for sure, you got everybody watching, especially in the age of social media. I mean, that can really that can really affect somebody. So mm-hmm.
0: it's it's and it's always interesting, too, because it seems like the NFL is just in general, there's there's very few positions where they, they'll give anybody any time. Like, actually, another guy I thought I'm surprised he still has a job with, at least with his current team, is Laquan Treadwell. During that end of that mm-hmm. game, he dropped a bunch of big time passes. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I realize he was a very, very productive college player, but with the Vikings, mm-hmm. he hasn't been very good. Yeah. He's got like less than 30 catches in his career over two seasons. Yeah, it's I, like, I know. I don't. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, he's not a deep threat. He's just it's it's right it's interesting to me i guess right yep so for sure well i guess uh we'll make this we'll we'll keep this episode kind of short and sweet we appreciate you elaborating a little bit on that kicker stuff It's not something that oh, yeah, the average right. fan gets to hear very nope. often
1: yep yep definitely so it's yeah not a lot of people understand Oh uh, the technique that goes behind right, it too sure. and, and what can go wrong so
0: absolutely all right well uh, one quick i guess you know to kind of retouch on a reminder for saturday uh make sure to get into the stadium you know 10:30 10:40 something like that make sure you're in there for uh you know the the tribute to, to Thelia uh, you know a moment of silence and be sure to wear gold you know that was they you know they always said that was her favorite color um and we want we want to try to remember her as best we can uh, and, and and honor her because she was not just a not just an incredibly talented athlete, but you know from everything that we've been hearing. She was an, an incredible person too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Saturday, uh, get in the stadium early. And make sure to wear gold. Uh, so I guess for uh, myself, Levi, and Cole, I appreciate you guys listening. We'll see you next week.